only promote the truth. Hello, got a special training we'll be doing here, scripture training, fasting and prayer, but from a different angle than you might expect it to come from, fasting and prayer, but I will do this from a different angle than most people would expect the fasting and prayer message to come from. I like to deal with the very, very foundations of anything and build from there. And especially in light of what's going on in the world today, I think this message is going to literally really hit home for a lot of people. <clears throat> I believe this message is going to provide breakthroughs for many people, including myself. Right now, I'm in the midst of what? Fasting and prayer. So, Myself and a group of other people that um, we came together and we said, you know what, let's let's fast and let's uh, pray today, Monday, uh, what's this, the 27th of July. And the reason we wanted to do so is because of we're looking for very specific breakthroughs in our lives. Very specific. So let's give a couple more moments for a few more folks to come on, and then we'll just get down in the trenches on this thing. Wow. Mm. We'll get down in the trenches. I want to welcome everybody here. Hello. Good to see all the folks that are joining. All right. Feel free to share. I must tell you that I typically train from an angle that very few people train from when it comes to Scripture teaching. Um, because I go back to the foundations as far back as I can go. I like to grab words that come from the beginning. How far can I get back to the beginning is what I'm looking for, right? Okay, so we'll start here in about 15 seconds. We'll go in. Again, I want to welcome everybody here to this scripture training, fast and pray. Why should we fast and pray? So here we, oh, by the way, got my water. So what's the only thing we're doing today? We're going to fast a breakfast and we're fasting a lunch. And no one uh, that is committed to this is going to eat anything until at least 5 p.m. their time zone. So there we go. Some wata until at least 5 p.m. their time zone is when... The fast, if a person chooses, will be over, but we're staying in unison right now. So as we get into this particular scripture training, it's based on fast and pray. Why is this so important? Well, what is going on in the world right now? Like, what is happening? I mean, have you ever seen a year quite like this year uh, from the beginning of 2020 until now? Like, what is going on? See, I call these birth pains. You know, there's a lot of signs that are happening and people that are paying close attention spiritually 
have a great understanding about what's happening in the world and why it's happening. The creator, in my opinion, is now producing significant birth pains, significant. And so as we were talking just a few days ago, several of us were talking and we started talking about some, some significant changes that we want to happen, some significant breakthroughs that we want to happen. And we've been talking about some tough strongholds that's come at us, some tough spiritual things that's come at us. And so this message is needed. Why? Because it's not just me. It's not just some of these people that I'm close to. But guess what? Most of the world is going through this. If not all the world is going through this significant time. So if I go over to the book of Mark, and I'll be reading uh, from the scriptures version. This is out of South Africa. It removes all of the names that are not the correct names uh, in the scriptures. It gets the wording right. So this is really great at getting wording because words are very significant. Uh, and you won't hear me use the words like God or Lord because those are titles and I want to be as specific as possible when I'm talking about the mighty one, which the Hebrew word for mighty one is Eloah. You might have heard Elohim. That means mighty ones. If I'm talking about the mighty one and only Eloah, that stands for the mighty one. I'll be talking about his name, Yahuwah. If I'm talking about his son that walked on the earth, the savior, Yahusha. Hamashiach, the Messiah, right? So I don't want to give titles. You know, I don't want to deal with titles whatsoever. I want to deal specifically with who I'm talking to so it doesn't get missed, who I'm talking to. I want the one supreme being. But Yahusha, Hamashiach, the Savior. By the way, you know, for those of you that's been used to calling the Savior's name Jesus, that's just a Greek attempt, a transliterated attempt into the English. So I don't want to play any games whatsoever, I want to be specific. What did they call him when he walked on the earth? They called him Yahusha. Yahusha, which means Yahuwah is salvation. Shah in Hebrew is salvation. So I like that. I like knowing that I can just deal specific and I don't have to guess at all. But in Mark chapter 9, the disciples were, were working on casting out this demon out of somebody. This person was going into convulsions, right? Um, and as we see here... <clears throat> It says in verse 25, Mark 9, 25, and when Yahushua saw the crowd come, came together, came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, you deaf and dumb spirit, I order you to come out of him and never again enter him. And crying out a convulsing and convulsing him much, it came out and he became as one dead. He was laying there and hardly moving so that many said that he was dead. But Yahusha, taking him by the hand, lifted him up and he arose. And when he came, and when he came, the Savior came into the house, his disciples asked him separately, why were we unable to cast him out? Because see, the disciples had tried to cast out this spirit. They were trying to do it. And they were like, well, why couldn't we cast it out? You gave us authority. And he said to them, it is impossible. See, we got to listen when the Savior says these words. If Yahushua says, it's impossible, we better pay attention. What does he mean it's impossible? He said it's impossible for this kind to come out except through prayer and fasting. So there's some things 
that we deal with in our life that require not just prayer, not just faith, not just belief, but it require it requires we got to add fasting. Why? Because it puts us in total focus. We'd be amazed at how much food and how much drink weigh on our bodies. And what happens is when you go into a fast, there's a big notice that goes out into the heavens that says, oh, someone is really calling here. So I'm always interested to see what the Savior says. It's, it's impossible to get this out except through prayer and fasting. So what is going on in the world right now? How many of you feel like we got some strongholds taking place and man, people trying to figure out what are we doing? What are we going to do, right? People trying to figure out what is going on? What's next? What's this? What's that? What's that? Okay, we're going to go in. I'm going to help you today as I help myself. I'm going to help you while I help myself. Here's what I want everybody to do. I want you, if you got your Bible, your scriptures, I want you to turn to, to 2 Thessalonians. I want you to turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I want you to go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. We're going to start at verse 9. So 2 Thessalonians, hop on over there with me. We're going to go to the 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And we're going to start at Verse 9. You ready to rock? Here we go. Because this is a crazy time. Now I'm going to explain to you from the scriptures what is going on in the world right now. I felt led. I got chills running down my arms now because I felt led to bring this message today. I was waiting to really hear in my spirit. What word do the people of the world need to hear? Well, I'm going to explain so everybody's clear on what's happening and removing, see if we remove that confusion, now here comes power. And I'm doing so while I'm fasting and praying, I'm now teaching. Here we go, verse nine. The coming of the lawless one is in according to the working of Hashatan, Satan, we know him, right? As. So the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with, listen to this, all power and signs and wonders of falsehood. So it's going to have, it's going to have all power to do what? Look at this, to, to create signs and wonders, but they're of what? Falsehood. Now watch what it says. And will, and with, I should say, and with, and with all deceit of unrighteousness in those who are perishing. So who's getting fooled? Those that are perishing. It says these lying signs and wonders are coming according to the works of Satan to fool who? Those who are perishing. And then it, it describes why they're perishing. Because they did not receive the love of the truth in order for them to be saved. In order for them to be saved from being what? Deceived. 
in order for them to be saved from what? Eternal separation from the creator of all. I like what one person just posted there. Jerry just posted, mine says, and all delusion of injustice. See, think about this. Okay, now watch this. This is what shocked me years ago when I understood what's going on in the world. In verse 11, it says, and for this reason, Eloah, so the creator of all, Yahuwah, sends them a working of delusion for them to actually believe the lies and the falsehood. This shocked me. I said, no, wait a minute. Who sends the delusion? Because we just heard that the working of this delusion is through the power of Satan. Then it says that Yahuwah, the creator of all, he law of everything. He says, this is me sending this delusion on this one. But I'm going to let Satan work it. He's sending the delusion. And why is he sending it? He says this in verse 12, in order that all should be judged who did not believe the truth, but have actually delighted in the unrighteousness. Wow. So it says that Yahuwah sends the delusion to those who don't love the truth. Can you understand how powerful that is to grasp that? To say, if you're full of fear, if you're full of of, of, of uncertainty, that's because you're letting yourself get caught up in the delusion. The delusion is coming. From who? Satan. But who sends it to let him work it? Yahuwah, the creator of all, is sending the delusion. And for who? For all who do not love the truth, but delight in wickedness, that delight in untruth, so what's happening in the world today is these birth pains are these delusions that are being sent out on the earth. And it's a promise that everyone that does not accept and believe the truth, that does not want to walk in truth, are going to be deceived. So if you got fear, if you got worry, then that means you are caught up in the delusion. That's why to pray and to fast, so to fast and to pray, to pray and to fast is for us to bring us in focus. Can you imagine those of us that have been fasting already today, that are in prayer, and now we're in study of this word? Imagine how that's ringing to our souls. Imagine that. Imagine the power that we get to exercise. Now, let me show you how to deal with the delusion. There's a solution. For the dilution. You ready? Go to Revelation chapter 3. So all you got to do is flick on back a few. Go on a few books there. Turn to chapter 3. We're going to start at verse 8. Here we go. <clears throat> Revelation 3 verse 8. Here goes the creator of all talking. And the Savior, they're talking. It says in verse 8, verse 8, I know your works. It's nothing's hidden from me. He says, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door. Now, who's he talking to? 
I want to know about the open door so I can't get distracted. The open door is going to keep me from getting distracted, getting a delusion put on me. See, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one is able to shut it. Now watch what he says. That though you have a little power. So how many of us, how many of us have felt sometimes life has beat us down and trodden us and we felt unfairness and we felt persecution and we felt people stabbing us in the back and we felt all this weight coming at us. That sometimes it feel like we just got a little strength. Will y'all come on with me right now? I have felt that. I have felt beaten down before. I have felt I'm standing for truth. I'm telling the truth. I'm doing what is right. And I'm getting beat down. Who's ever felt that way before? That you felt like life just keeps throwing you one thing after the next and beating you down. This message is for you. Here's the breakthrough today. We get to get on the other side of the beat down today. Why do we get to get on the other side of the beat down? You ready? Mm. Though you have but a little power, yet you have guarded my word. That's his commandments. And have not denied my name. He just put two things. He put two prerequisites on the open door. How many of you want the open door? How many of you want to get out of the delusion? How many of you want to walk in power and peace and prosperity while you're going through whatever's thrown at you? It says, even though you got a little strength, I'm listening. See, today is critical because we are fasting and we're praying. Can we say hallelujah? We're fasting and we're praying. And even though we might just have a little strength, the encouragement comes from keeping his word, guarding his commandments. That's the challenge for us today. Can we do these simple things? Can we guard his commandments and not deny his name? I didn't say it. It's in the scriptures. It's even in the Brick Kadash in the New Testament. For some of folks that don't want to give much credence to the Old Testament, which is all is scripture. This is coming from the new. You can't get one person to argue what I'm saying here because I'm reading it from the scripture. Verse nine, see? Now this is going to relate back to 2 Thessalonians 9, 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 12. Watch this. See, I am giving up those of the congregation of Satan. There it is, the delusion. I'm giving them up who say that they are believers and are not, but lie. See, they believe the lie. They, they believe the lie and they lie. See, I am coming. I am making, it says. See, the creator says, I am making them come and worship before your feet. And to know that I have loved you. How many of you wanted so tight with the, with the creator of all? The savior of the world? Yahusha HaMashiach. How many of y'all wanted so close that he says, all these enemies that's been pressing you down. Yeah, I know you got a little strength. 
but now I'm going to hear you. You have fasted and you have prayed and I heard you from on high. So here I come. That's what he says. He says, I'm coming to make them worship at our feet because they love lies and we don't. And we keep the commandments. They don't. We don't deny his name. They do. Verse 10, because you have guarded my word of endurance. What's he telling us? Hang on. Keep going. Keep going. And if you ever feel like you got a little faith, just keep the commandments and don't deny his name. If you ain't got nothing else but those two things, just do that. I'm going to bring it all home to you. Watch this. Because you have guarded my word of endurance, I shall guard you from the hour of trial, which shall come up on all the earth. What's happening now on the earth? What's happening? We can't be ignorant to this. We can't ignore this. It's coming on all the earth. The moment and the hour of trial is coming up on all the world. To What's it coming for? He says it's to try those who dwell on the earth. It's a test. Are you going to believe the lie and be led away? Are you going to love the truth? Number 11, he says, see, I am coming speedily, quickly. Hold that with, hold that, hold what you have so that no one takes your crown. Don't you lose your crown. Don't you give up. Don't you let go. Even if you got a little strength, that's why I love all these lessons in here. Don't, we don't let go. We hold on with all we got to what? His commandments, his name. Hold on. Because he says he's going to make them worship before our feet. He says, I'm coming quickly. It's going to happen like that. Look what's going on. Then it says in verse 12, he who overcomes, that means we got to go through it, but we hold on through it. I shall make him a supporting post in the dwelling place of my Eloah, the mighty one. And he shall by no means go out. He says, I'll let you in the open door. You don't go out, you're in. And I shall write, listen how important this is. And I shall write on him, you and I, the name of my Eloah and the name of the city of my Eloah, the renewed Yerushalem, the new Jerusalem, the new one, it's renewed, which comes down out of the heaven from my Eloah. And he says, and my renewed name. See, Yahuwah is refreshing his name on earth. It's always been. He says, now I'm refreshing it. I'm bringing it to the remembrance of all people. Then it says, he, this is a challenge to us. He or she who has an ear, let them hear what the spirit, the Ruach, says to the assemblies. So if you got the right ear, this should be hitting you all in your chest, down in your thighs, to your feet, to your toenails, back up through your ears and on top of your hair. This message should be hitting you. Now, now we got this word and we're in this fasting and praying, how do we go ahead and equip ourselves now through all of this so that we are able to hold on by guarding his commands? 
by not denying his name. How do we hold on? Go to Ephesians chapter 6. Come on. Let's do it. It's going to be a good thing. Go to Ephesians chapter 6. Hopefully this is helping somebody. We're going to start at verse 10. Okay? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Paul, Shaul, is talking to the assembly in Ephesians. Ephesayim is the real name. Here we go, verse 10. For the rest of my brothers, be strong in the master and in, his, and in the mightiness of his strength. Yahusha, Hamashiach, be, be mighty in his strength. Put on the complete armor of Yahuwah. I love, I got these, got these good words here. See that name is so critical here, right here. It says, put on the complete armor of Eloah, Yahuwah Eloah. For you have power to stand against the, the schemes of Satan. Because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Not against human beings. We're not wrestling against human beings, but against principalities, against authorities, against world rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual matters of wickedness in the heavenlies, in the spirit world is what we're wrestling against. Because of this, take up the complete armor of Yahuwah Eloah, Yahuwah the mighty one, so that you have power, there's that power, to withstand in the wicked day. We're dealing with wicked days. And having done all to stand, as my sister Amber said, and having done all to stand, stand. See? When you've done everything you can and you feel like you're pressed, remember, guard his commandments and just stand on his name. Just stand. Then, having girded your waist with what? Truth. Lovers of truth, back to 2 Thessalonians, how I started this whole thing out, right? And having put on the breastplate of righteousness. What's the breastplate of righteousness? His commandments, this is all simple. His commandments are, are the breastplate of righteousness. And having fitted your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. What's the good news? The Savior came. Yahuwah sent his one and only son, Yahusha HaMashiach. He came, gave up his life. That's the great news. We now have access for we were separated in our sins. How many of us have sinned and fell short? Every one of us. Why? We haven't been taught what to do, right or wrong. This is a wicked spot upon the earth as far as if you just let a person just go do what they want. Why does a child need discipline? Because they'll go buck wild. That's what we'll do. But guess what? We got the good news. We got access through Yahushua. Hamashiach, above all, having taken up the shield of faith and belief with which you have what? Power to quench all the burning arrows of the wicked one, Hashatan. So no matter what the wicked one's throwing at us, if we take up the shield of faith, you should go see my scripture lesson on faith. We just quench it with faith. We said, we're not moving. Take also the helmet of deliverance and the sword of the Ruach spirit, which is the word of Yahuwah. It's the word. Praying at all times. What are we doing? With prayer 
and supplication in the spirit. That's exactly what we're doing today. Watching it. Watch it. This is awesome. Watching in all perseverance and supplication for the set apart ones. The remnant. It's only going to be a few. Also for me, that a word might be given to me in the opening of my mouth to be bold and making known the secret of the good news of Yahusha HaMashiach, for which I am in void and chains. I'm in chains now. They had thrown him in prison. That it might be that I speak boldly as I speak. He says, all right, you're going to try to take away my freedoms? I'm going to speak more boldly. The news is going to spread further, is what Paul was saying, Shaul was saying. Beautiful, beautiful through verse 20. Isn't that beautiful? That's some good notes here. So when he says this armor, this shield, these breastplates, where do we find the conclusion of that matter that gives us steps to be able to take? Go to Revelation. Go to Revelation 14, chapter 14. We're going to Revelation 14. I'm going to put it all together for you, and then we're out. It's a very simple lesson, very straightforward lesson. You now know the, the delusion that's going on. You know where it's coming from, Satan, but you know who sent it so that Satan would go ahead and carry it out. The, the creator of all says, if you don't love the truth, I'm going to actually let you believe a lie. But here's how you get out of it. Even if you got a little strength, you guard my commandments, you hold on and don't deny my name, which so many people have done. You're being called out. If you listen to this message, in my opinion, we're being called out to not go along with everybody else. Revelation 14, verse 12. Here is the endurance and patience of the saints, better called the set-apart ones. Here are those keeping the commandments of Eloah, Yahuwah, and the belief and testimony in his son, the Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. He goes, this is what's going to prove us out. These two things. Are you going to keep his commandments? Because it says it. It ain't in the Old Testament for some of you folks that want to say it's washed away. It's in the new one. It's in the brick Kadash. There it is. Revelation 14, 12. So there's two things you got to do to endure. You, it says you're not going to make it. Man, there's all kind of warnings in, in here. It said even the elect can be deceived if they don't do these two things. They better keep the commandments of Yahuwah and they better keep the testimony, the preaching of the good news of his son, Yahushua HaMashiach. That's the two things you better do. So testimony is simple. We know he came. We know it's too much evidence. Too many writings now. It's too much testimony. He came. So we got to believe that he came. And why did he come? He came because we could not do it. It was getting to the point like the days of Noah. When the creator back in Genesis 6, 6 says, I regret that I have made man. Do y'all know that the creator of all wiped out the earth because he regretted that he had even made humans? Go look at it. It's in Genesis. I wouldn't even expect it to go there, but I want to make sure everybody understands this is no game. 
Genesis 6, 6. And Yahuwah was sorry that he had made man on earth and he grieved in his heart. And he searched all over and he found Noah and seven of his family members. And they said the population then was more than it is now. And he wiped out. So when people say, oh my gosh, the, the creator, you know, he's just all love. He is full of love, but he's also full of justice. And he's full of choice. And we can decide to accept him for who he is. Who is he? He's just just and righteous. And he says, look, I'm going to give you 10 things, man. Ladies and gentlemen. So you never get distracted for the rest of your life. There's going to be all kinds of denominations. There's going to be all kinds of religions. There's going to be all this stuff. But y'all making me go all over the place today. Y'all hit me. Go to Ecclesiastes 12, 13. Go to Ecclesiastes. Y'all going to get down to the trenches? This is what I love about sometimes when the spirit get working, man. It just be talking to you. So y'all go to Ecclesiastes 12, 13. And what does he say? Who said it? Solomon, Shalomah. They said the wisest man of all time. He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Because he was giving his son teaching. He said, you know what? In a lot of studying and a lot of digging, you know what? You can get wearied in your soul. Here's the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear Yahuwah and keep his commandments. The wisest man that says ever walked on the earth said, let me give you a conclusion in case you get distracted. So, okay, I got the conclusion. I got the testimony. So the fear of him is to know that he sent a savior and without him, you're separated. So all I got to do is go to Exodus. Shema. You know what Shema means? The real book of Exodus is the real name is Shema. You know what that means? It means listen to Yahuwah. That's what that book means. Isn't that awesome? Shem, listen, ah, Yahuwah. Listen to Yahuwah. So go to Exodus 20. Because he keeps saying it over and over. Here's how we deliver ourselves from all the delusions. You will not get, you will not get caught up in deceit, in delusions, not even all, at all, not even an inch. If you just keep the testimony. Yahushua HaMashiach, that the Savior came and died for our sins. If we just keep that testimony on our hearts and we say the Son was sent because I could not get to him. I was in a state just like the days of Noah where the world was corrupt and all the thoughts of men and women were on evil. Even some of the people you think, man, I can trust them with all you got. You ask people. You say, how many friends you really got you can trust? How many people do you really have you can trust? People go, well, I can't count them all on my fingers. Why? Because it's like the days of Noah. Where down in people's hearts, they're deceived. And they might mean well, but if they're not doing this, the commandments, and they don't have the testimony, you better not trust them. Let me tell you who you can trust. Someone that has the faith and testimony of Yahushua HaMashiach, the son that came and died for our sins, and they are baptized in his name. It's another subject on that. Baptized in the name. The immersion, the fire is in his name. Be baptized, immersed in his name, 
and keep the commandments. And are the commandments burdensome? No. Yahoo Conan, first Yahoo Conan, first John 5, 3 says they're not burdensome. So let's go to chapter 20 in Shema, Exodus. And then we'll wrap it up. And Eloah, Yahuwah Eloah spoke all these words saying, that's why you got to have these originals, these early scripts so you can see what it says. He says the first three words of the first commandment. He says, I am Yahuwah, your Eloah, who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim, where we get the word misery from, that they call Egypt today. So where we get the word misery from, Mitzrayim, who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim. Out of the house of slavery, bondage, you are to have no other mighty ones against my face. He said, don't bring no other mighty ones up in my face. Do you understand why it's so important not to call him a title? Not to call him something generic? Because when you call him something generic, you mess around and you're bringing up other mighty ones in front of his face. You follow me? You're bringing up these mighty ones. Don't get yourself in these spots. Now, look how simple it is. Do you want to serve about four, five, six, seven, eight different gods? Or do you want to serve the one and only creator? See? This is simple. You just got to make up your mind. Do I want to serve a bunch of other ones? Or do I want to serve the one and only? And I'm not going to bring up nobody else in front of his face. All right. Number two. You do not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of that which is in the heavens above or which is on the earth beneath or which is in the waters in the earth. And you do not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, Yahuwah, y'all see that? Get that up close. I'm going to post that. For I, Yahuwah, your Eloah, am a jealous El. El means mighty one. Visiting the crookedness of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. He said, when you make a carved image and think any type of image, y'all got to be careful. We got to be careful. See, man, humans naturally want something to see. And Yahuwah told these people, don't you make nothing. Don't make any symbols. And he said, don't make any symbols up in the heavens. Don't make any symbol for nothing in the earth. Nothing out of wood, right? Nothing out of silver, nothing out of gold, nothing. Don't make anything in the sea. Don't grab no animal out of the sea and put it up like it's got power. Because he said, I've already told you, Moshe, Moses, when you came on the mountain to talk to me, you saw no form. He knows that if you give any form at all to a human, their brain wants to see something. He says, I am the creator. You are to worship me in faith. As the creator, you got to believe that I am through my creation, period. If you don't like that, you can't, hook, you can't hang out with him. That's what he's saying. Okay. But he says, take it, how, see, some of us are caught up in third and fourth generation curses. We don't even know why. Why? Because our ancestors, guess what they did? They denied him. And all of a sudden, we got these curses coming down and it's spreading throughout the earth and the delusions everywhere. 
And we can get rid of the delusion just by guarding his commandments. Simple. He goes, but I'll show loving commitment to thousands, to those who love me and guard my commandments. How come we're not taught this like regularly? See, he says, I'm going to show you love my loving commitment. If we're in prayer and fasting today, do we want him to answer us? Then we got to love him. How? He says, I'll give you my commitment if you guard my commandments. Simple. So can you do those first two? Can you serve the one and only? Number one. Number two, can you get rid of images? Don't have nothing. I don't have nothing around that I'm trying to give any power to other than I know he's there and I see it through his creation. Number three, this is what get a bunch of people in a pickle. Number three, this is in verse seven of, of uh, Shema 20, Exodus 20. You do not bring the name of Yahuwah, your Eloah, to nothing. For Yahuwah does not leave one unpunished who brings his name to not, to nothing. Now, how have we heard that verse most of our life? Do not use the name, do not use the Lord's name in vain. Look at that. Look how watered down, generic, and how deceiving. That's, that's a deception that has been sent to deceive those who don't love the truth. Back to 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 12. If you don't love the truth, you're going to go for that. Do not use the Lord's name in vain. That's generic. Lord, title, we didn't, that's not telling us his name. Vain, if we look up the definition of vain, y'all type this in. Meaningless, useless, of no effect. To take his name and make it vain means to take his name and make it meaningless, useless, of no effect. How much more meaningless, useless, of no effect can it be than just, just get rid of it? To just cover it over. To not say it. Do you see how the delusion was sent? Well, today we can have a choice and go, I am not denying his name. Matter of fact, impossible for me to keep the third commandment if I don't know his name. I can't keep it if I don't know it. So he told me here, that's why you got to get you some scriptures that have his name in it. It says, you do not bring the name of Yahuwah your Lord to not, for Yahuwah does not leave one unpunished that brings his name to not. That's three. Now, can you do those first three things? How hard is that? That's why when we go to 1 John, see, 1 John chapter 3, I'm sorry, 1 John 5, very easy. 1 John 5, Verse three, I got to go back there because I got to, because some people, when you hear this, you go, can I do that? Yes, you can do it. The only reason you can't do it is because you want to stay stuck in a delusion. First John chapter five, verse three, for this is the love of Eloah, the mighty one, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. They're not heavy. They're only heavy if you're in a delusion. Once you take the scales off your eyes and go, I got it. So what's the big deal? I only need to serve the one and only. No big deal. I don't need a bunch of images around me. No big deal. I don't need any images. I don't need to see nothing. Don't need to. I can do that. Is that hard? No, that's a decision. Is the first one hard? 
No, it's a decision. Is the second one hard? No, it's a decision. Is the third one hard? No, I got to acknowledge his name. I can't bring his name to not. Can I do that? Yes, it's words. I just say, Yahuwah, got it. All right, three. I can do those three. It's not hard. Now, the fourth one, he says, is a sign between him and his people. The fourth one says, he says, this is a sign. Watch the sign, he says. You can go through all the scriptures and find out how this is a sign. Remember the Sabbath day to set it apart. Six days you labor and shall do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahuwah, your Eloah. You do not do any work. You nor your son nor your daughter nor your male servant, that means workers, nor your female servants, workers, or your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. So if you got a visitor over, ain't nobody working. For in six days, Yahuwah made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. And he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, he blessed the seventh, the Sabbath day and set it apart. <laughs> People go to wait a minute. He telling me I got to chill one day. Now, look how smooth the deception comes in. Because he says, remember the Sabbath day to set it apart. Six days you shall work and do all your labor. Now, if you're under a delusion, which I was for many years, and how did I get out of the delusion? I humbled myself. You might have to just say, I got to humble myself. Right? I just humbled myself. Because he said he hates pride. He got all kinds of verses on he hates pride. But he gives grace to the humble. So I humble myself, I got grace. Now, look how slick Satan is. Guess how he went about this? Satan says, let's change the calendar. So the calendar we look at today, the Gregorian calendar, that ain't the calendar that is the, a scriptural calendar, right? The Gregorian calendar. These calendars that we got, as you can see, Daniel, in the book of Daniel, when Daniel said the beast power would think to change times and laws. So how important is it for us to know his word? When I go back into Genesis and I can see in the beginning, and he said when he let there be light and he set up in the firmament two great lights, the sun and the moon, and he said that these two great lights shall be for times, seasons, right? He said we use the great lights. Do you think the back in the day they had watches and computers and all that? No. They can look up and they can tell. And he said, what's going to control the month? The moon. What's going to control the day? The sun. What's going to control the season? The sun. The month going to control... It's controlled by the moon. Well, how do I know when it's a new month? All I got to do is look up. When it goes fully dark, I just look up. I see a little sliver. I go, oh, that's the first day. Look how simple that is. Now, there's going to be all kinds of stuff. See, I'm going deep, and I ain't going to go that deep today. But if y'all want me to keep teaching, I'll keep coming on from time to time, giving y'all some more teaching. I spend years. And finally, I got to the point where I spent about three, three and a half years, six to 10 hours a day studying this deep, studying original languages, studying scripture, studying words, etymology, the origin of words, so I could get all this confusion out of my head, so I couldn't be deceived. So I happen to have the apps now. I love this technology because they can just look at the moon and, and tell me when there is a new moon. 
so I don't get tricked by a Gregorian calendar. So I know. So most people think that we're going to run on a seven-day continuous calendar. It's not true. It's not. It's not. Let's look at the moon. And I know that moon's going to set every month. It's going to reset. Boom. Here goes the first day when I see the sliver. It's very deep. <laughs> Capri said, go deep. <laughs> okay. Y'all want me to go deep? Okay. I'll keep going deeper. But here's what I'm here to tell you today. That the seventh day is not necessarily Saturday. It's the seventh day of the month based on the moon. That's it. So once I know that, now I can't be deceived no more. Nobody can send me a delusion. I can't get tricked by the media. I can't get tricked by calendars. I can't. I just got. That's why he says, I am Yahuwah. I I'm your creator. I gave you all you need. Wow. So you better figure it out. I'll help you if y'all want to know. If y'all want to say, Jay, help us out know when the months are. How's the month set? When's the new month? When's the new moon? I'll help you. If y'all want me to help you, just let me know. But I keep the Sabbath. You see? Because I want to keep this. And now, is that hard for me to take one day out of seven? Is that just overburdened for me to take one day and rest? No, that's a good thing. Because what does it do for me? It keeps my health up. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. All right, can y'all do those first four? Can you do those first four? You want to know why it's important to do the first four? Because the Savior said, when they came to him, he says, love the Father with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. How many of y'all have heard that before? Love. Can y'all, can, can y'all, can, can, can we do that? Yes, JC, we can. Can y'all do that? Can we love the creator with all our heart, soul, mind, and heart, and then love your neighbor as yourself? And he said, on this, rest all the commandments. Y'all hear what the Savior said? See, if we got the testimony of Yahushua HaMashiach, Yahushua HaMashiach, if we got the testimony, we got it. He said, just love the Father with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. How many of y'all can do those two things? He said, because on these two things hang all 10 of the commandments. Right? Now watch this. Y'all gonna like this. I'm gonna take some scales. Y'all should visually do it. Y'all should just take your hands and go, all right, I'm done with these scales. Pop. Throw them scales off your eyes. You should just peel the scales off your eyes because I'm giving you some truth and you know it. It's all in your soul. You can feel this. Huh? Think about this. Now, if you say, it's cool. I can love the creator with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I can love my neighbors. I love myself. And I'm going to accept the testimony that the Savior said. He says, because on these two hang all the commandments. Now, when he said that, some people go, oh, is he wiping out the commandments? He didn't say, on these two, I'm getting rid of the commandments. He said, on these two, all 10 are hanging on. And let me show you how they're hanging. The first four are hanging on the first part that he said. How do you love Yahuwah with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? First four commandments. 
have no other Elohim, no other gods before his face, no, no carved or graven images. Remember his name. Don't bring it to naught and keep the Sabbath. You do those four, you got him. You're loving him with all your heart. There's the obedience because faith without works is dead. So how do you show him your love? Obey him. He who says that I love him yet does not obey him is a liar and the truth is not in him. So I love him by obedience because I love him. It's not work for me. I am grateful and appreciative to simply keep those first four to show him I love him. The last six is how I love my neighbor. See, the last six now is going to show me how I love my neighbor. Now, if you're my neighbor, these are the things you want me to do to you. You want me to do for you. Okay, number one, my father and mother can be my neighbor. It says, respect your father and mother so that your days are prolonged upon the soil, which Yahuwah, your Lord, has given you. So how many of y'all can respect your mama and daddy? Just give them love, respect, all right. Now, mama and daddy, you go read Ephesians 6, verse 1, the first four verses, and that'll keep mama and daddies in check. So if we keep the scriptures together, Children, honor your mother and father so that your days may be prolonged. Mothers and fathers, go read Ephesians chapter 6, the first four or five verses where it says, don't make your children bitter. See the balance? All right. I love my neighbor. I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect my mom and dad. How, what's the next way I love my, my neighbor? All right. The sixth commandment. You do not murder. See, isn't that a good thing? You don't want me to murder you. Seventh thing, you do not commit adultery. Isn't that a good thing? You don't commit adultery. See, you want that done for you, don't you? You don't want nobody cheating on you. There you go. What's the next thing? Eighth thing, you do not steal. You don't want me stealing from you. I don't want you stealing from me. What's the ninth thing? You do not bear false witness against your neighbor. You don't lie against your neighbor. So we don't want to be lying to each other. That's a good thing. That's how we love our neighbor. What's the, what's the tenth thing? You do not covet your neighbor's house. You do not cover your neighbor your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, or whatever belongs to your neighbor. You don't be jealous of your neighbor. Is that a good thing? That's a great thing. Now, how hard is it to keep those last six commandments? It's not hard. It's not burdensome. If you say it's hard for me not to kill my neighbor, well, don't we think we got a problem here? If you say, man, it's hard for me not to cheat on my wife or my husband. Don't we got a problem? If you say, man, it's hard for me not to tell them my neighbor the truth. We got a problem. So nobody has a problem with that. If we say it's hard for me not to steal, people go, what are you talking about? How hard is that? You see, if you do, if you murder, if you steal, even if you commit adultery in some states, if you steal, right? If you lie, like under testimony, they can throw you in jail. But what about those first four? About keeping the creator first. Think how important that is. Ah, and it's not burdensome. Did y'all enjoy this today? So this is in the fast and the prayer message for today. Want to bring it all together for you with the prayer. If y'all don't mind, I like to pray. And if you're in agreement, pray with me. 
If you're not, we appreciate you being here, listening in. Maybe you pick up some nuggets you can carry on. I believe that these seeds will stay with you for eternity. I believe this conversation will come up to you again in eternity. And I believe that those who have ears to hear his sheep hear his voice. So I love it that I was able to spend this little time with you today. I'm in a fast. I'm in a prayer. And now I will pray for all of you, for all of us, especially hearing these words now that we need a breakthrough, right? Some of us dealing with stuff, we got to have a breakthrough. Some of us dealing with hard stuff that Hashatan, Satan has thrown at us. He's throwing some tough stuff at me. Try to break me down. But guess what? I have kept Yahuwah's commandments and I have not denied his name. So I can expect the door to open. If you're ready for the door to open, can you guard his commandments? Can you not deny his name? It's been presented to you. Can you do those two things if you can? With our prayer and our fasting, we are going to get a breakthrough like never before. We're going to get reports come in from this message. And as they start happening, maybe you can come back to this video and go, here's the breakthrough that happened. Here's the report. Here's the good news that we got from this. Here comes the breakthrough. You ready? Father Yahuwah. Father Yahuwah. Come to you now in a spirit of appreciation. I come to you, Father, in a spirit of hope and love and honor. I come to you now, Father, in a spirit of obedience. I kneel before you. I bow before you as a humble servant, one that will guard your commandments. I have today, Father, shared your commandments with those that are listening, those that are watching. I pray you give them the strength. I pray you give them the insight and the light to reach out to you and call on your name, Yahuwah, through your son, Yahusha HaMashiach, who gives us passage to you. I pray, Father, that they also guard your commandments, become guarders of your word, your commandments that they have the fire, the real baptism of the set-apart spirit, Yahuwah Ruach, the spirit that sets them on fire, that immerses them in your name. You sent a messenger, Yahukanan, the immerser, that we know as John the Baptist. And he says, I baptize you with water. But one comes after me whose shoes I'm not even worthy to untie. He will baptize you with fire. And I can feel the fire now, Father. And your name is that immersion. And that set the world on fire. That when Kepha, your servant, Peter, shared in Acts 2, when they saw the message that began to bust out all over the place and all the different races which smashes racism all the different races were present that day 
And each one of the races, each one of the nations were able to hear your word in their own language, in their own tongue. That fire that was there on that day, let that fire be here now on this day. Let that fire go out and touch those who hear this message. You know, there's people here right now, Father, that need healing. Heal them. There's people now that need financial restoration and help. Help them. There's people that need incredible lifts of these heavy burdens that's been trying to press them down. Release. Show us. You said in your word that we can test you in this. And so now we come, Father, as a request, as our test. A request that you break it through. That you smash down all the walls that have been built up trying to close us in because we know those are just delusions. They're not real. That your power is the truth. It's the way. It's the life. And we thank you for the Savior, the sacrifice you made, Yahusha. When you walked on this earth and you could feel just like we feel. And you came and paid the ultimate price so that we can have an ability to have this conversation and this request. And so we praise you and we honor you for what you did to never be forgotten. And now as you've sat down on the throne, we just pray that your names is above all names. Yahuwah Hamashiach, the Savior, be impressed in our minds here forevermore. And we come together as brothers and sisters, knowing that you have things for us to do to carry this word out throughout the world. We thank you for the opportunity to do so. I thank you for every person listening, for every person watching. I want to share my heart my appreciation, my love for those that have been present here at this time, that you honor them with a touch of your grace and a sign that you are here with us. We thank you in your name, Yahuwah. Hamashiach. We pray. Hallelujah. Praise be to Yahuwah. Thank you. So let's see what we do with that. Let's see what we do with that. I love you. I honor you. Let's have these breakthroughs. Bye-bye. Only promote the truth.